Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is Last Week in .NET for the week ending September 30th, 2021. Now, there were no releases this week, but there was drama. Oh boy, was there drama. And because this is the internet, I'm going to share that drama with you. Let's get to it. Now, Chris Dixon, who is a uh, well-known VC at uh, A16Z, had gotten the highest of highs. He had to have gotten high before writing his screed on Twitter that charitably would be panned as VC with vested interest in getting people to buy into Web3 says everyone should buy into Web3. Now, I am not sure what's worse here. That Web3 is what Web 1.0 was like before Chris and other VCs cashed out on the likes of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Twitter, or that if we buy into his vision, there will be a new world of blockchain and NFTs, or non-fungible tokens, and that using that, we could somehow get back to Web 1.0. I don't know. Maybe we could just, you know, go back to Web 1.0. It's not like Web 2.0 hid Web 1.0 in a basement and tied them up and stuffed a gag in their mouth. We don't have to find Web 1.0 on a milk carton somewhere. It's still, it, it, it just works right now, today. Now, if you think I'm full of it and you've bought into Beanie Babies, I mean NFTs, as the way forward, may I be the first to offer you an NFT of this week's newsletter for the low, low price of 100,000, wait a minute, sorry, 2.0372698 Bitcoin. Now, I'm not saying it's going to go up in value, but I'm not saying it won't either. The JetBrains Rider 2021.3 Early Access Program is open, and this is from the people who hate the word beta. Now, in this new Early Access Program, you can debug UWP, have support for .NET 6.0, and support for C-Sharp 10 features like file scope namespaces and global using statements. Global using statements are the devil. The Add new file extension is now available for Visual Studio 2022. I'm sorry, I just, um, I need a moment. You mean to tell me we haven't been able to add new files to projects this entire time, and I just noticed? Oh, you mean we haven't been able to add new arbitrary files, because in Visual Studio, a file always has to conform with their idea of what a file is. Sort of like how I, to create a Docker file, I used to just create a new class file and then remove everything from it and rename it to Docker file. Funny enough about this, this is not a first-party extension to Visual Studio. And while Mads Christensen works for Microsoft, um, it tells us that Microsoft can't even be bothered to fix this seemingly easy-to-fix user experience issue. And instead, one of their own took to creating an extension to fix this ludicrous state of things. Thank you, Mads. Stop adopting multi-cloud to achieve application resilience, says Honeycomb's Charity Majors. Now, Honeycomb does observability for cloud applications, and Charity Majors is the founder of that company. So you should put that OKR down for a minute and just read this. Your boss probably wants multi-cloud, and you probably don't. Now, here are some points you can use in a future conversation with them without using my personal favorite reason. It's a dumb idea. October 14th, 2021 will mark the 25th anniversary of SysInternals. 
Now, sys internals are tools that we all grew up with, and maybe you did too. And when they first started out, I didn't know why they weren't first-party tools. And then later, Microsoft bought them and turned them into first-party tools. And now Mark Rushinovich, uh, I believe he is the CTO of Azure. Lambda Net Core Examples Repo, that is a mouthful, has an example of how to run .NET 6 Lambda functions in AWS using the Amazon.Lambda.Runtime support package. That is also a mouthful. So this isn't an official AWS uh, GitHub repo, but it's from Norm, who works for AWS, and it shows off AWS. Now, this feels hinky to me, but I realize I might be in the minority here. Microsoft has released a new post called Microsoft Store, more apps, more often. And the translation here is, please, please use our store. Please. Thank you. Do you want to see a performance graph of .NET 5 versus .NET 4.8? Well, of course you do. And it goes from 20% CPU usage to 5% CPU usage. That's, that's really good. And there are also uh, more blog posts that I've linked to where you can see those performance improvements that we are talking about. The executive director of the .NET Foundation, Claire Novotny, found herself in hot water for merging her own PR in on a .NET Foundation member project. And my take on this is a bit more nuanced than you might think. You joined the .NET Foundation, and you gave the .NET Foundation contributor rights or even the copyright to your project. Now, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think they wouldn't use those rights? If you give someone your toy, you can't get mad when they play with your toy. You gave it to them. Now, I have been following this topic for a while, and in fact, if you go back to episode four of Last Week in .NET, uh, is the first time that I dove into it on this podcast, and I have also asked for an update on the related topic of their assignment model versus their uh, contributor mo model for joining the .NET Foundation. Khalid Abuakma talks about compressing strings with .NET and C Sharp, and now I have spoken the word broadly, completely, in context. And lastly, there's a YouTube video out, and it's titled, I Gave Clippy... AI and he wanted to die. This video has very, um, the light inside is broken, but I still work energy. Now that's it for what happened last week in .NET. Later this week, I will have a special episode going deeper into the .NET Foundation woes that I spoke about in this podcast. And I hope you'll join me for that. Thanks. And I will also see you next week.